0: Greetings, weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel. Brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls Pages, I'm your host Arcaneer Silvershield and I'm joined by a full house and a special guest tonight, starting with, as always, the man, the myth, the legend,
1: Lotus of Doom, how's it going, Lotus? Uh, I, it's true. I am here, and uh, things are well. Things are definitely well. Uh, yet another announcement episode, which should be fun. Yeah, yeah. We
0: are not done with the special episodes, but <laughs> before we get into that, we finally have our most recent member, Doc herself, uh, who was unable to join us last week through the <laughs> intervention of the Daedra, but through the will of Divines, she is here with us too. Has gone back. <laughs>
2: I'm doing well. How is everybody in chat? And how are you guys?
0: Doing great. Doing great to finally <laughs> have you officially as well. Yeah, I, I'm so excited sometimes.
2: to be here. You made and it now, through elsewhere. It <laughs> elsewhere. I made it through <laughs> elsewhere. Yes.
0: <laughs> also joining us to, you know, participate in this special announcement episode yet again, Tom
3: himself from Robots Radio Network. How's it going, Tom? Hey, guys. I, uh... I've been locked up in the uh apocrypha, the, the realm with all the books, and I, uh, uh, um I'm seeing things, it's weird. It's fine, you just embrace it. Back you just in embrace reality. it. Just what
2: just go with it. Just go what with is, it.
3: What is this?
1: What is yeah. real? No, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Deep cleansing breath. Just let the just let the tentacles of the black books just envelop you. You'll be great. It, oh. It's
2: an embrace, it's a hug. Yeah, it
3: is, it's like a big warm hug. <laughs> I came is back it? into yeah, it my doesn't... body. And you won't believe what my body was doing while I was gone.
0: (laughs) 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 As long as it doesn't involve those nasty seekers, which is probably my least favorite
3: thing in Elder Scrolls as a universe. I know,
1: those things freak you. I mean, those things are freaky to begin with.
0: They are too What my body was doing had
3: to do with a seeker, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to tell you what it was doing with a seeker, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no longer seeking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, in contrast to last week, we do have quite a bit of news, some good news, um, more announcements. We have a special segment for Tom, which I will... Um, I have prepared a quiz for him in revenge
3: of his full guar related quiz of
0: me when I joined the Elder Scrolls Lorecast.
3: <laughs> Yes, I, I don't know if everybody knows uh, about the, the details on this, yeah, Just in case. What,
1: yeah, give a little background on this, because this will stem from a previous crossover.
3: <laughs> so, so go ahead.
1: You tell yeah, them,
3: you, you,
0: you tell them. Okay, well, I was invited to Elder Scrolls lore cast for a crossover, and Tom told me that I would be answering some lore questions about Elder Scrolls. And I'm pretty, like, not as much as Lotus and Tom here, but... I am pretty confident in my Elder Scrolls lore abilities, so I was like, "Okay, yeah, let's do it." The problem was that all of the questions—and I mean, literally all of them—were Guar related, like I don't names of certain, GWARs, yes. of certain Guars, the colors of certain Guars. It was just full issue? on Guar related questions, and I think I only got one of
1: them right. It was like one I, or two. I, I, I. Some of Wait. them were pretty, pretty esoteric. <laughs> this was like deep Guar lore. It was deep Guar lore. I yeah. don't
0: even know where you found all of those information. Like, it was like the first Guar you see in Balfoy and which color is it? Or something <laughs> like that. It's amazing! And the thing is... So it was sort of like a versus between chat and myself, and people in chat were actually getting the right answers somehow. <laughs> Which,
3: well, there are some Guar lovers out there. It's believe true. Or not. There's a that cult is the problem us, with the Guar. Fact.
0: Yeah, that is the that is the exact problem with the Guar. No one in their right mind, without a magical influence, would be that well versed and interested in Guars. Which, you know, leads me to my theory, or rather a fact, that they are very dangerous and they are definitely messing with people's mind in Tamriel. I just, see.
3: It yeah. just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Never. No.
2: No. Well, it so, would no. never do that.
3: To, to that point, we also did an episode about how they are the most dangerous creatures.
1: We did. Wait, we it, did it, ever- how did I miss that? Yeah, there, there is yeah. an episode where where what is the mm-hmm. most dangerous creature in Tamriel, and it was determined that it's the Quad. I've been yeah, saying for episodes, years. So. Oh <laughs> I mean, God. I think we might have credited you as, like, the leading source. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. I, wait,
1: what? Do you, and, you
3: remember the episode number? Was it not uh, in the title? How did probably I Probably about, what, 30 episodes ago at this point? Yeah, it was uh, a while oh my back. God. Yeah. Um, that may be 20 episodes. It, it's been a little while, but I mean... M- we may have been a little tongue-in-cheek about some of the reasoning. I mean, there was definitely some legitimate reasoning there also. All of
0: it is legi- legitimate.
3: <laughs> it, was a little, it was a little bit of a mix. Have you seen the chart? <laughs> <laughs> I, now, now I kind of want to stop the show and go back and listen to this. Just
1: go <laughs> listen to that <it> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: This could be just, we could just put that episode on and then we could pause it every so often and then comment on the. Yeah, yeah. make a commentary. Okay, so do a- <gasps> yeah, do a commentary on our own work. That's, oh. That is, the- I wow. that is so entertaining. That i actually yeah i i i'm definitely doing that sometime it'll be a patron bonus episode that's what yeah
1: commentary on your commentary with a follow-up of commentating on that commentary and it's just like littler versions of you on each of the screens any podcast borns just out of
0: that it's
1: just that out of that
0: episode is a whole new
1: series there's, like,
3: one guy out there who's like, yes, that's the best idea! Awesome!
1: <laughs> Everybody else is like, oh, my God, they're just the worst at Podcasting. podcasting. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: so we definitely do have quite a bit to go through. Um, yeah. But before that, we got a little bit of behind-the-scenes updates and our actual anun- announcement. Unlike last time, I'm not going to drag this one out because a lot of people actually did guess what it was during last week's episode in chat and I had to just play dumb through all that, just ignore the comments because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I didn't want to, you know, mess up the surprise. Um, but, so, okay, first things first, this is very short. If you want to contact the show, it used to be like Network at gmail.com. From now on, you can contact us or send us an email regarding whatever at tales of Podcast at gmail.com because Dungeon Crawler Network is discontinued since there is no other podcast that is (laughs) being continued other than tales of tomriel um and that got us to our announcement which is we are joining robots radio network
1: yeah we are going all professional (laughs) oh yeah by the way tom we meant to tell you about this Um, while you
2: were away yeah yeah
1: sorry i meant to tell you um at this point, we're just straight up merging, and it's just like, yeah, it, it'll be fine though. It'll be fine. We'll discuss the details later, Tom.
2: Go with it. Just, yeah, to, yeah. just enjoy the embrace. Yeah, for me as
1: well. fine. While you were an apo- <laughs> apogrypha, I can never say the
0: name. So that's one of the things that happened while you were there hanging out with Hermamora.
3: So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we just oh yeah, I didn't <laughs> read that book. Yeah. No. <laughs> details <laughs> cool but, yeah, no, but seriously so... um that, like that was a that was a funny joke i just did uh <laughs> probably wasn't that funny uh but no congratulations uh, and also welcome to the network um, yeah um, yeah, yeah no, like... i've been a fan of this show for a uh, longer than i've been podcasting which is <laughs> crazy to think about because i've been doing it for a long time now and a um, weird trend
1: with this show because I think that goes for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like, oh, yeah, I like this show and now I'm on it. It's like, wait, <laughs> how does that keep happening? To...
3: It's just sucking us all into it like Hermes right. Mora does with knowledge. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'm excited because uh well, I love the show. I love you guys. We're all we're all good friends and to combine our efforts together into this it just made sense. So Yeah,
1: it yeah. it really did. Um, yeah. especially mm-hmm. cuz like I've been this weird like bridging the gap thing where it's like, "Oh, my sister's show, Elder Scrolls podcast." <laughs> and then on your show it's like, "Oh, my sister's show uh Tales of Tamriel." It's like, <laughs> you know, it yeah, just being on the same network kind of makes sense yep. <laughs> <So>. yeah
3: <laughs> yeah yeah and and and, and the, the robots radio network isn't just me i mean I, I know it's robots radio like i go by the name robots but i'm not robots radio robots radio is the network right and there are a lot of you know i use that as my twitter handle because that's that's just was my twitter mm-hmm. handle but um there's there's a lot of other Elder Scrolls shows on the network. There's a lot of Fallout shows on the network. There's a lot of Bethesda stuff. There's a lot of other video game stuff. Yeah. There's a lot general of general fantasy. General stuff. There's yeah. like there's a lot of things that are like tangentially related to the kinds of things that this audience also enjoys So it made a lot of sense to kind of bring all of that together. So um, So I'm excited. I think opportunity I also I also think there's a lot of opportunity for us um, in some of the other things that this show does in things like charity stuff yeah, for us mm-hmm. to, you know, combine some of the efforts of our hosts and things. I've already been brainstorming some other fun ideas that we can do to, mm-hmm. you know, raise money for charities and do things across the network. Um, so there's, there's just lots of good opportunities here. So yeah, welcome mm-hmm. to the network. This is super Yay. exciting. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I Yes. Mean, the, um, the
0: Elder Scrolls community in general, both for like streamers, YouTubers and the podcasting community, they are all so like joined together. Anyway, that this just makes sense, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if and everybody already knows each other, everybody already shares resources and things like that. So, yeah, joining
1: um, robots radio on under one roof is just it's reasonable, <laughs> right? And and one of the things that I had mentioned when we uh kind of became the unofficial official podcast, <laughs> um, <laughs> is UESP is such a great resource for. Everything uh, being basically the most used wiki by a mile. Um, one thing that was kind of a neat idea, but seemed superfluous to the fact that Tom and I do Elder Scrolls Lorecast was, oh, it'd be neat because this show doesn't focus on lore. We reference lore and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, and stories, but it, it's not the focus. This is a community show, a roundtable discussion, stuff like that. And Lorecast already focuses on lore topics. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that kind of works, since I have something to do with both shows, is I can kind of reference Lorecast for your lore fix, and this is kind of like the community side to it. So it's like both podcasts combined make like a full Elder Scrolls show. I feel better than each one independently, uh, which which is kind of a neat opportunity that i just stumbled into (laughs) thanks to all of you (laughs) so uh, yeah, yeah creating like a four hour
3: single show
1: well exactly (laughs) like could you imagine like adding the hour-ish we do for lorecast tacked onto any of, like, a Tales episode, it would never end. Like, it, <laughs> you'd finish listening right around the time that the next episode was dropping for the following week. <laughs> and that would just, like, be how this works all the time. So, yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm very excited about this, because it's just a good way of kind of encompassing all that we've been doing. So I'm I've, very pleased.
0: I've also just realized something. So Lotus is the founder of Cult of the Guar. And he's been slowly making his way into every Elder Scrolls-related content creation. He's been at events, he's been with the developers. <laughs> you can pretty much see him everywhere now. So now I'm kind of troubled that this is a guar plot, and they are just deploying till, Lotus
1: to take over everything. Where it turns out this hat is just a zipper, and I'm actually just a guar and that's how the show Come
3: <laughs> <ends. laughs> I knew it! <laughs> like a cartoon character. No. <laughs> like, the unzip. It's like, he was a it's, guar all along. It's like, it sukubi do yeah. And then somehow a guar comes out that's bigger than your actual, <laughs> like, anything that was... Like, I feel <laughs> the empty space just with more space. Right. Somehow it doesn't even make sense physically, uh-huh. but, oh, there's a guar there. Oh, yeah, no, that's a
1: surprise. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but, yeah, so another big announcement. Uh lots of exciting stuff and i feel like this is now kind of gives a good completion to all the stuff we've been working on behind Mm. the scenes where it's just like this now all syncs up finally after how many months (laughs) we've been working (laughs) on all this crap behind the scenes (laughs) i mean i i don't know but yeah just all of
0: this happening in march has been a great thing i mean it's, it's i'll remember this march for a very very long time i think yeah it, it was like AF. the whole show getting <laughs> it was like a whole show getting a full update it's like tales of tamriel remastered releasing on march
1: right so you, <laughs> you've now entered tales of tamriel the second era
3: yeah <laughs> it's yeah. it's like it got a uh update 33
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well thankfully everything worked out much better than update thirty three. Yeah, we didn't have
1: any damaged ports or anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which brings us to our main news topic for this week is how update thirty three blew up, especially on PC. segue
1: was it was beautiful <laughs> perfection
3: this is what Tom does this as a job <laughs> right that was that was it that was like a baton handoff for me to here go Ark. um
0: and why it blew up basically and Matt fire yes. as he usually does released a um letter on the forums addressing uh, in detail what went wrong with update 33. And apparently, it was completely unrelated to Update Thirty Three, as none of us guessed. Um, and yeah. apparently, that includes the developers. So, not <laughs> it's you can find the full letter on the forums. It it is a semi technical um, article, but we are gonna just like summarize it a bit. So, yeah. what they've been working on since last year, improving the entire backend of Elder Scrolls Online to get rid of a lot of the issues, a lot of the server problems that they are having. And we talked about this, they are doing this in stages. One of those stages was database sharding. And that is basically just separating
3: old character Shard- accounts. Sharding, right? Yeah. sharding, sharding
1: a with a D. <laughs> did
3: I, what did I say? Okay. Did I... No, I'm just making sure. So oh, yeah. Like, somebody okay. said something. I, right, that, that word is very, you have to be very particular with that word. <laughs> Well, you don't want a T there accent. instead of a T. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not well, an accent well,
0: The, 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 the thing is, they were doing database sharding, and <laughs> what they yeah. got was
3: with T. Database the sharding <laughs> is sharp. <sharding>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Elder Scrolls Online has, in total, over at least based on the last number, over 18 million accounts and majority of those accounts are in the PCNA server since that's where the game mainly launched and that means every time you want to log in or do anything with your character it has to go through a massive database of characters regardless of whether if they were logged in within the last you know recent times or not mm-hmm. so they separated all accounts that hasn't logged in in over a year to a different old database, like old characters yeah, and storage,
1: they, I believe they call it.
0: Mm-hmm. And they got all the people who were logging in within the last year into a new database. That which means, like, when you want to log in or do anything that requires your character to be queried through the database, it's going to happen faster. And apparently, this has been on consoles for the last two months, and it was it has been working greatly. So they launched update 33 on PC and the usual bugs started to happen and they started working on those and they thought okay well since we are working on these everything looks okay let's enable database sharding as well which went terribly wrong and all the issues <laughs> that PCNA shifted
3: to the T, yeah. yeah like
1: real real, real quick
0: Uh yeah so all the issues that everybody has been experiencing on pcna started happening that we know of you know login issues on the the activity finder and everything everything broke and the server slowed down massively
1: in general yep queues to Mm -hmm. nothing like you were just Mm -hmm. queued into queues trying to get in (laughs) and there was like yeah it was it was a disaster (laughs) so
0: naturally they thought okay update 33 combined with database sharding broke everything since when we enabled it everything broke down and they started doing maintenances they started trying to find the solution went into a full week of debugging and as we know it was a very long period and they just couldn't figure out what was going wrong for several days apparently that's because None of this was related to update 33 or database sharding at all. It was a hardware failure on the server on a basically borked up port. And since then, they replaced that uh hardware piece, got a, got it all up and working and everything is better now. Well, I mean there's still, you know, bugs and stuff that come from update 33, but all sure the server issues that's been happening, that was a nasty coincidence on a hardware failure that just happened at the same time as the update 33 and database sharding, which is very understandable that it took them this long to figure that out. Because when a, when a coincidence like that happens, you just look at all the wrong places. and Right.
1: Just, Any yeah. one of the myriad of changes that happened, oh, it turns out none of those are what's actually <laughs> causing the problem. It's just this physical thing in our world. Oh, it just, it's not working anymore. It's like, wow. Like mm-hmm. getting down the line of what do you check before you reach that is explains why it took so long <laughs> to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's like you do a Windows
0: update and right at the same time, a piece of soldering on your motherboard just fries right. And you're yeah. like, oh no, Windows update broke my PC. And yep. good luck right. figuring that out when exactly. when that significance update just happened. So, yeah. But hopefully, as Lotus said in the pre show, that means the consoles are safe from this.
1: The- the- uh, theoretically. W- well, assuming <laughs>
3: yeah,
0: something
1: else doesn't go wrong. We
2: around, can right? only hope. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know. My port's looking a little crunchy. <laughs> crunchy. And board. now. Ooh. And, <laughs> That's right.
3: That's gonna be the name of my next guar pet. <laughs> crunchy port. <laughs> He's gonna be like a fat, like a fat guar. He's gonna be like a little tubby guy. Come on, crunchy port. Let's go. That's Good name because name I love
4: it. when you
0: when you crunch it, the name will be fitting. Oh my god! No, you don't <laughs> oh, ever no, crunch no, the no. guar.
3: No! You know, don't you know, crunch he's, crunchy he,
4: port.
0: Crunchy,
3: crunchy port, like he eats a lot. And so he's crunchy and port. He crunches things and he's portly. But yeah. That doesn't make it any less dangerous. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're gonna find you a gore that you love, Ark. We're day. gonna find you one. When...
3: Come on, crunchy one port. No that'll crunchy be the out. day.
0: That'll be the day that everyone should start worrying about the apocalypse because something's <laughs> wrong. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Boss, can
3: you make a like really fat guar pet <laughs> they're all they're oh kind gosh. of the same size right? waddles well, yeah. it's, uh, kind waddles one than it already
2: waddles kind of tubby yeah, and he's a little bit waddly. slow
3: <laughs> right like all the pets kind of run roughly the same speed this one's <laughs> a little bit slow but he tries real hard <laughs> to keep up with you yeah, I was gonna say it's like those little chicken ones those are great yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're yeah. so cute
0: I still I can't I, yeah. decide or, whether the chicken ones are also guar or not. I mean,
3: they are called bantam guar, the, the bantam but they're called they bantam are, guar. Yeah. I love related.
4: them.
3: Yeah, it's a, yep. it's a misnomer. Yeah. Yep. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. They're so
0: cute. Then they are safely edible. Because I'm not sure about <laughs> guar being edible. I mean, I, you might catch are, the evil. Are
2: you saying this from personal experience? I was going like, to say what, You what? ate what?
0: Why, why? No, no, I no. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure if you ate the guar, you'll catch the evil,
3: so that's a, that's <laughs> a risky thing evil? to do.
4: <laughs> catch You're the evil?
3: Out? Oh no, I have guaritis. <laughs> <laughs> You're not looking too good, Jimmy. I think I ate the guar and caught the evil, Jimmy. <laughs> We told you not to eat the guar. Yep. We'd catch the evil. the evil. Yeah, evil. call it the evil. Yep. <laughs> that's how weeks later, boom, soul shriven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how super villains that's and Tom Yell are whore.
1: born. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's
2: how the AD becomes.
3: No, yeah, <laughs> no. It, just kidding, but not seriously. <laughs> L- little Manny Marco. It's like, I just, I
2: want to point out, guys. I that did my notice. AD banner oh. is gone.
1: Yes. To anybody oh, on the, the video, uh oh, yeah. there are two alliances and an excellent <laughs> UESP banner.
2: I, I had to have room for my UESP banner, guys. Uh uh-huh, It's,
1: just it's important.
2: I have to, you know, I have to represent my peoples.
1: That
0: saves me from so. a lot of video editing.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, yep. Tom obviously rocking the EP oh, uh, yeah. banner. It's mm-hmm. yep. obvious.
1: Yeah, I don't see a of Lotus's camera, discussing. so that's tricky. I mean, I don't have yeah, the banner, but everything is red. directly in front of me. Yeah, you have the nice red hue.
2: You see a red controller in the background, it's fine.
1: That's true. <laughs> I mean,
2: you've gotten, like, all the, like, Therodil achievements anyway for EP. I think, think it counts. That's I valid. think it counts. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that yeah. reminds me. I wanted to do an Emperor run just to prove that, you know, it was during that episode where i was accused of ad supporting and i was like i'm gonna do a full emperor run for ep and then i realized i can't play syrodil at all because of the lag so yeah i remember
1: that i still
0: want to do it if you know these database upgrades and server upgrades (laughs) eventually fixes syrodil for me and then (laughs) i'll run for the imp but we'll see All right, so we have one more piece of news, which is just an event announcement. As usual, Jester's Festival is right around the corner, uh, coming I can't believe it. I know.
1: We are in event season. Yeah.
2: Crazy. I I feel like we just did Jester's Festival,
1: like, not too long ago. Well, we've got... We just had that surprise event. (gasps) That was Mm. great. And now we've got Jester's Festival. Then we have the anniversary... Yeah, also, I my guess favorite. One, one thing to note uh just before we move fully into Jester's Festival, at the end of the letter, um, we are being given compensation across all platforms for the inconvenience of that port forwarding disaster. Uh It's at the oh. end of the letter. A lot of people, I guess, missed this. Oh. <laughs> so they're changing around the, I believe it's the April awards a bit. Um So... We are getting, I believe, four grand experience scrolls. Um, as like a as like a, mm. one of the first logins. And they're doing something where the seals of Endeavor are being tripled in value mm. as a thank what? as a thank you for your patience. And Ooh. even though it blew up PCNA mostly, a little bit of PCEU and nothing yet for us on console it's actually being provided from what the letter says on everything. So regardless mm-hmm. of console, we all get it, um, which is kind of like the inverse of what happens a lot of times where console will blow up and PC is like, hey, yeah. cool, thanks for the stuff. <laughs> it's kind of the other way around this yeah, time. Yeah, for where real. PC blew up and we're like, oh, cool, thanks for the stuff. So, But
2: but but give it time.
1: But yeah, we still haven't, we have two days <laughs> We haven't till, got it
2: yet. We still yeah, got a couple have, days. We have
1: two days before we can claim that everything works on our side. But <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, so so definitely make sure to stay on that for the month of April, everybody. Uh, get get those if you uh, want them, I suppose. I don't know why you really wouldn't. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, c- cool stuff that they're also compensating as well as being transparent about what happened. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that'll go great when you can use those scrolls during the Jester's Festival, yeah! which gives
2: you double <laughs> XP. Extra XP, guys!
1: Yes, because they stack. Yeah,
0: yeah. Honestly, their communication in the last... They've always been really good with communication, but they really upped that with the technical stuff at least for quite a while now. And I don't know how people feel about that, but I really enjoy a look into the technical side of it and what goes wrong on a game that is, you know, off this scale. So, I don't know, I'm really happy that they
1: they got into that. Yes, and, and to, to that point... People ask for this transparency, and a little while ago, um, Gina Bruno actually threw out the fact that she's like, what do people want to see mm. on a Twitter post? And people responded, and it seems like they're at least turning in the direction of trying to be, okay, this is fine. You want to know the technical reasons behind stuff? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> like this. So I personally do appreciate it quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been good. Yes, very uh, much so. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but yeah, I'm glad you remembered that. For a lot of people, I believe the most important part of that article, which you know, with the experience scrolls and the triple endeavors uh, I forgot to put that in the notes. <laughs> right. Yeah, free
2: Who things. Doesn't love free things. Come on, right. guys. Free
0: things. So yeah, Justice Festival is gonna start March 31st and will run until April 7. There are a couple new rewards. One of them yeah. is Codwell's prize box memento, which I love. That thing looks really nice. So you know how there's like the clown, you know, head pops up. You open a box. Yes. Imagine yeah. that yeah. with the Codwell's the head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I love it so much. <laughs> I want it.
2: Anything Codwell is, is mm. I, I'm for. Anything Codwell. Like, He's, I'm just, I'm for it.
0: He is one of the best characters they ever came up with. In yeah. all of Elder Scrolls, I think it's it's one of my favorites at least.
2: And of course, it's John Cleese. So I mean, come on. True. He's, yeah, he's like, got a great Love voice. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, there's going to be the second Seed style outfit, which I couldn't find a reference to in the article, so I don't know what it looks like. Um, yeah, I didn't but see that either.
1: Yeah. But
0: um.
1: Whatever. Something new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: If it's good, you know, you can spend your tickets to get these or they might drop from the boxes that you get by doing the dailies of the event. Right. And as for the fragments that you can get, you'll be able to get the Soulfire Dragon Illusion Pet Fragments and the Scales of Akatosh Skin Fragments. So there you go. That's where you can spend the 24 tickets that you will get during this event. Yeah. I Unless did have extends. a
2: question. Sure. I had a question about the about the tickets. So, um, because I feel like I... I've missed some information or not missed information, but I've I've just been kind of out of it. But um so is this the final fragment part for the skin? Um, and then are they going to move on to the next? I can't remember. Is this the final bit for this quarter, and then they're going to move on to the next? Do you know how they I, have, like, four different things? I
1: believe so, and then at the okay. end of the year, they kind of give you the shot of, like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever you might have missed, uh, feel free to buy now. But okay. this should be providing, uh, yeah, I, I think this should be, the end of that one before we start getting information for our next for our next, one. Okay, thing. so they
2: haven't given us any information about well, they, the next thing They've yet. been a
1: little more pagey this time. Okay. Uh,
2: yeah, because they told us in the beginning with the Blackwood that we would get, like, you know, what was it? The skin, the personality, all those things. Yeah, and then make it's make it like, go.
1: yeah, so I, I'm very curious to see, um, yeah. you know, so, some of the stuff as we get later on in the space. In the, I don't know, year, season, whatever you want to call it. Right. (laughs) I was really
0: uninterested in the Dagon-style, like, Deathlands-related rewards this past year because I don't like the aesthetic of it. But with the High Isle, from everything we've seen so far in terms of, like, visual aspects of it, I am looking forward to what stuff we are going to get.
2: I'm not as big a fan of the... The skin, the Akatosh skin. I liked it until I saw the face.
1: I was going like, to say. It, it's I don't got- like the
2: face. It's weird.
1: it. it well, it's because it's not flat. It, it's like yeah out with the scales i know yeah, it looks like it. the scales
2: are peeling off i don't i don't yeah, like it. if it yeah. was just and, on the body i'd be all for it but because it's also the face i'm like i'm not getting this yeah I, i've it. heard
1: mixed things people either really like it or they're like this is not for me so like yeah. it seems more decisive or divisive skin wise than some of the others ew hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah if i, I wore masks, a... then that's fine but yeah. usually i don't so i i, I usually see my tunes's face so that's why i just i don't like it and it doesn't like it doesn't suit with like it doesn't seem like it suits with any of the different races like even with argonians almost it looks kind you know? of odd Same
1: issue that uh the halls of fabricate ha- fabrication yes. sheath that way yep. too many th- and th- <laughs> at, at once just call um, it refrigeration yeah, exactly. Yes, the halls of refrigeration. Um, the 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 like paint looked cool, but it's like smeared and uneven. So it's like you either like that aesthetic or you don't. Um, mm. and that that can kind of make or break, I think, the interest in it. Yeah, yeah.
0: But you know, cool rewards. There is also the which I didn't know existed until now, and it doesn't say if it's new or not. But there is the adorable Catwell pet, which mm-hmm. is has this been in the game before? Or is it new? Uh, I I don't remember. I actually don't know. I feel like (laughs) if this was available before, I would have gotten it. But yeah, it's, it's basically a cat with, you know, a pot. Like head yes. like Cadwell's and the armor yep. that is in kitchen gear. So I'm definitely, <laughs> I don't know if it's new or not, but
1: uh, it is I'm new. Medigon Madi- actually confirms that it is new as well. Okay. Okay. A couple people in chat are actually feeling, yeah, confirming that it is new. Cool. Okay. I, I didn't remember it either. The other thing that I really like, um, about the whole Cadwell pot hat thing, which is kind <laughs> of funny, just the pothead <laughs> joke, um, is. If you if you don't like your opposing alliances, regardless of who they may be, that is the one incentive for making sure yes. that you go through and do Cadwell's gold and silver, which is from when you complete your alliance storyline. You then do the other two alliance storylines, and your reward is you actually get your very own pothead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: and like, yeah, that's about the news. And yep. I like the
2: sisters Festival. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, I've done the achievements for it. My favorite one is definitely the um the pie in the face one where you have to do it with your buddies in different alliances. That one was super, oh, super fun. Okay. I
1: like pieing uh the opposing uh faction <laughs> <accent> leaders <laughs> and yeah. just yeah. running away before the guards <laughs> murder me. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs>
0: I wonder if they're gonna add anything new, like the new quests that they added last year. With the, oh, I forgot the name of the boar, the king, the king boar, the boar king. The I, <laughs> <borking>? What?
4: <laughs> bork.
0: bork. <laughs> you know, with the with the pig in the arena that you like, bring oh, apples yes. to. Yes. Okay, yes,
1: yes, yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yes.
0: I I can't remember I the name. I forget too. I don't,
1: I don't remember off the top of my head. And also, there's the princess quest, who makes a great companion if you have the princess pig follow you. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. I I definitely wanted that pet, so I got that pet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So I this we are at my possibly favorite part of this episode, where um <laughs> where I prepared some. Very simple lore questions for specifically for Tom here, but you know, Lotus stock you can participate in as well. They are very straightforward, they are very straightforward, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that the two lore masters that we have here will be able to go through them uh, quite easily. But just remember that the um, Elder Scrolls lore is based on the unreliable narrator. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh huh. So yeah. I feel like the answers are going to be <laughs> highly suspect and unreliable. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. This is I mean, for it, it, it's okay. You do Elder Scrolls Lorecast. this will be fine. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm, Tom, mm-hmm. are you ready for, for the first question? Yes. My body is a very ready. simple one. <laughs> Who was Jigalag and what happened to him?
3: Uh, Jigalag was the Daedric Lord of Party Pooping. <laughs> And uh, he was such a party pooper that everyone was like, "Hey man, start stop pooping on a party. You're too big of a party pooper." And he was like, "No, bro. Everything's got to be in its right place. You guys are too crazy." And he was, and he, and they were like, "No, we want to do things. We want to be awesome, and we want to do things our way." And he was like, "Uh uh-uh. uh, nope, nope, nope. Got to do things." Our way, my way, things have to be in order. You got to go the right way, in order, and then and everyone was like, "Bro, you're pooping on our party too much. Stop it!" And he was like, <laughs> "Nope, nope." And then they they got mad at him, and then they they turned him into Shigureth. Right, that what was, was a... the most worst hey, a... version.
2: <laughs> of... can I get an applause here, that guys. Was that was,
4: great. was like the
1: Because that was (laughs) shockingly accurate at the same time as being ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What
0: was his official
3: title other than Party Pooper? (laughs) Well, he was the Daedric God of Order. Right. Like the Daedric Prince of Order. Yeah.
1: So... so and yeah. all very, very accurate angles. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> his weapon is so <laughs> generic. Yeah. Like the Claymore, it's just like, it is the most generic looking weapon. It's one of the few of us like, I mean, it makes sense though, because it needs to be like completely orderly and even, but it's just like, when mm-hmm. I first saw his weapon, I was like, well, that's nondescript. Yeah. <laughs> and and it does kind of look your all brain like... by letting you see into uh-huh. alternate futures uh-huh. and stuff. But just... It itself is kind of like, okay, very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: <clears throat> you just mentioned that he was able to like see alternate futures and stuff like that, right? And he was a Daedric Prince of Order. Now, everything Tom just said is, <clears throat> in fact, the common knowledge uh, in, in Tom Riel, alas, it is not the fact. See, the Daedric Prince of Order, Jigalag, Having the ability to see into the alternate futures and things like that, he saw the Guar threat coming. <laughs> and being the Daedric Prince of Order, he knew uh-huh. in the alternate, you know, future that he saw that the Daydre uh, the, the Guar was going to bring about the ultimate chaos on Tamriel. I knew this was suspect. So I so, smell yeah.
2: propaganda.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so he started working. For stopping the Guar. But the Guar, being the, being the cunning and powerful and sneaky beings they are, they got all the Daedra into a plot to stop Jigalag before he can stop the Guar. And that is why, because, you know, Jigalag being as powerful as he is, he posed a real threat for the Guar. And that is why all the Daedra came together, tricked by the Guar, and turned him into Shia Gwarath. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. Can we that cut his mic?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 Maddie, down with this theory, Maddie, guys. Actually, you... <laughs> I've I've been I've been a little bit swayed. I'm I'm. We have four more questions. I'm. Oh no! I'm starting. I'm. I'm starting to see uh, this anti-Guar perspective a little Here bit more go. clearly now. No. There you go. No. No.
2: You know what? Go back to the embrace of Hermeo. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I, like I think maybe my mind has been opened. <laughs> I think, go I back
4: think, to the bugs, <laughs> go back to the books.
0: <laughs>
3: I think Hermamora has opened my mind to other perspectives.
0: <laughs> um okay, second question, since we you know, since Jigalik was turned into Shia Gorath, why did mm-hmm. Shiagorath threw the moon rock bar Dao at Vivek City or Morovind in general?
3: Mm-hmm. Um well, my personal theory is that uh Vivek m- made fun of his outfit um, <laughs> but I don't think that's actually what happened uh, uh m- Some people think that um, Shere Goreth was just bored uh, mm. but I don't think that's it either i th- I think that um I think was uh influenced by the guar um, was actually threatened by the guar. And was trying to destroy them. That's that's pretty close. That's pretty close. <laughs> what do you think, Doc?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Do, do, you, do you have a theory? Because Lotus just went away for a bio break, and I want him to. I want his opinion as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna extend this question until he comes back. I mean. So go ahead. Go ahead, Doc.
2: Why did he throw the big old rock at at Morwind?
3: Mm-hmm. At Vivek City,
5: yeah.
2: Yeah. Um so my theory was uh that the majority of the population in Vivek City is lactose intolerant and hate cheese. So uh he was just like, Listen, I can't help you people, sorry. Like and just to wipe it all. Out. Yeah, get out.
4: <laughs> that's that's we need lid. more
2: cheese lovers. We need more cheese lovers. <laughs> you don't deserve that's the my lid. that's my theory. <laughs> I mean, he gave them a warning. There's a big rock coming their way. Like he gave them time to get out if they want. If they want to stay, then it's that's for you. But I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he needed more cheese lovers.
0: I mean that 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 is, if you think about it, just something Shia Gorath would do. He if, would. If you don't love cheese? There you go. Have a rock instead. I love cheese.
3: Have <laughs> I some wouldn't moon
0: get
3: a rock cheese. <laughs> Have some moon cheese. Here you go. <laughs>
0: All right, Lotus is slowly coming back. Just waiting for him to put his headphones back in. He's
3: You're trying in to hot. avoid he's trying to avoid the question. Yeah.
4: You're in the not hot not seat gonna you, Lotus.
3: Whatever this is, I'm sure I don't like it.
0: <laughs> no wait, no, 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 we we still haven't, you know, found an answer. So, what Okay, Lotus, uh-huh. to you as well. Why, why, why did Ciagro throw Bardow at uh, at Morovind?
1: Why do you think? I I was going to say is this is this are you going to find a way to make this about trying to Curl I'm rocks not fi- no, no, no,
0: no, this is not finding I
2: a way. I already answered, I'm just too, so facts. now it's your turn.
1: Mm-hmm. I see. Well, then... I, I See, I feel like this is a trick, and <laughs> no, I don't no, like being no, part no, of no, this. No,
4: no, 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 <laughs>
1: just, just tell tell me your theory. All right. So we're going to say... We're, we're going to go with the fact that um, she- Shea Gora threw... The rocket at Bardow or, or throw Bardow at Vivek City in rock form <laughs> uh, be, because uh, I'm trying to think, is there any way I can make this so it can't be warped into some type of
3: anti-guar propaganda? I, <laughs> I went with it, cheese. It, 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 it I already went with cheese. She, uh, oh, <laughs> I, I, already, right. I already suggested that maybe he was trying to get rid of some guar. So.
1: Okay. Well, yeah. then I'm going to just say he, he didn't like uh, – he, he, in this situation – we're, we're just going to say that Shea Gorgoth was just trying to provide a very interesting uh, expansion and the first chapter to the Elder Scrolls Online.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> because that was a really great sequence. There, turn that into anti guar propaganda. Nice. <laughs> well,
0: actually, in just oh, no. one question, Tom actually had a revelation and got cl- quite close. Where do you find the most amount of Guar? And where would you say that Guar originates from? Morrowind. (laughs) And Mm Shiagorath, formerly being Jigalak, even after getting turned into Shiagorath, the mad god, he still, deep down, knew the threat of Guar. However, his method of dealing with the Guar changed from him being the Daedric Prince of Order to him being the mad god. So, instead of his would-be orderly fashion of dealing with the guar, he just tried to solve the problem at its core and destroyed more Morrowind, well, attempted to destroy Morrowind by blowing up the Red Mountain with Bardow.
2: Wow. No, it's because Vigvec City had a dairy-free pizza joint and he didn't like it.
0: So. <laughs> that may have been among the
2: reasons. He wasn't happy. He wasn't happy.
0: <laughs> if If that's the case, if that's the case, guar are the... Things that opened that dairy-free place.
4: So, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't pizza. they tiny little.
1: Arms. I know. How are they gonna talk?
0: Come
1: on. Little nubs.
2: You have holes in your theory.
1: I don't, Yeah, I don't. I I I don't like where this is spiraling <laughs> into at all. Actually, maybe there's...
3: maybe there's a whole other theory here that we totally missed out on, and that was that Vivek's um, sermons, like his poems, were actually like slam poetry, and he was the first that like, slam poet. <laughs> And he was really bad at it. And Shivorat <laughs> was just trying to like put an end to his slam poetry. Like, nah man. Or Ooh, since he is the I do
2: like that theory though.
3: <laughs> well, since he's
2: I you like know it.
1: the Daedric Prince of Madness, maybe that was his way of like wait, you know how you snap at the end? Maybe yeah. that yes! was him right away and he just threw a rock. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's actually a cool theory from chat that I I like. Um my theory is that it was all a joke and a split second before the rock would have impacted the city, he would have stopped it. But instead, Vivek <laughs> stopped it and now I he finds like it hilarious theory. that Vivek <laughs> has to spend all of his time holding the
1: rock up. I actually really like that like, a, yes. that sounds like I've thing. never heard something yeah. like
4: that, that. sounds
2: like a Shea Gorath thing. That's super Shea
1: Gorath. Like, yeah. That is a big Shea Gorath thing to do. That, that's <laughs> a great theory. I love that. He finds
2: it hilarious that Vivek had to spend all his time
1: holding the rock up. <laughs>
2: like, that is so Sheo. Like, like, I, I love it.
1: Well, knock yourself out. See you later. <laughs> I love do it. Do something else. That's from Lucy
0: Delusions. And yeah, I, yeah. I love it. That. That's great.
2: All right, side note I really want a t shirt now that says, That is so Sheo.
3: Like,
5: <laughs> I or really to want
3: a t shirt. face, like, like <laughs> and Sheo behind him, like.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I really That's great. want that. <laughs>
0: Okay, so third question is, we are moving a bit
3: more into the meta, you know, Elder Scrolls stuff. What are Dragon Breaks? And I I go first. Um, Dragon Breaks are when um, Akatosh uh, has, Akatosh also is lactose intolerant, (laughs) Uh, but he just really loves pizza, and sometimes he can't help himself. And so he eats he eats way too much pizza, and right. then later on that night, he uh, <laughs> he has some issues and Breaks, he ends up having so to speak. Take, like Yeah, he ends up having to take a real, <laughs> a real big dump, and then during that dump, sometimes he's just like, just having a hard time, and it causes an aneurysm. Oh, and so he broke. Wow. <laughs> it, yeah, it breaks like the the combination of the issues simultaneously causes a break. This in, did get
1: meta. This got very
4: deep.
3: <laughs> in Akatosh, <laughs> which everyone right, knows this is, going. <laughs> is is he's the he's the god of time, and so therefore it. I mean, that's. I mean, this is like this is the leading theory here, Clearly. as you know. <laughs> Lotus and I do a lore podcast like, so we yes. know all That's of the canonical. This is uh, the, absolutely. like This is the deep lore. This is the stuff that most <laughs> people don't actually get to. Like, yeah. People will tell you like a dragon break is when the dragon breaks. You know, Akatosh, like the time breaks and then all, all things happen simultaneously and the yada, yada, yada. But they don't actually get into the finer details of like how that actually works. So that this is actually how that works. But yeah, the wrong. real story here is that it has something to do with Guar and I haven't quite
1: figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like,
3: yeah, I have no idea how to tie that into I don't, I don't know. It has something to do with Guar. Well, Guar are little dragons? No no, 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 no. No? No. no. So,
0: Dragon Breaks this is, this is... is sort of like the multiverse of Elder Scrolls, right? The way they explain some events away and just say, like, Dragon Break happened, and that's a different timeline. We don't talk
3: about Right. Well, well, there's a whole me- there's a whole meta version of the answer, mm-hmm. which is like, like, well, we had multiple endings to the story, and <laughs> yeah. we have to justify it. You so figure something out. Oh, here's a really yeah.
1: cool plot device we'll oh, use as long oh, as we don't overdo it. Right.
2: Oh, I got one. <laughs> All right.
1: What is it? <laughs>
2: okay. Okay. I figured it
1: out. It not be
2: it's <laughs> me! How would it be anti I,
1: I know, but Tom's already getting confused and starting to go along with it. <laughs> I know you can, see, you can see his eyes. He's like, I don't know what's right. wrong. Like, no, stop that.
3: <laughs> Too much time in Apocrypha. I'm all sorry. Right.
2: Dragon break is, yes, like the the meta, you know, like it's all these different things in time, these multiverses of time. But what we don't know is that the big dragon break that was completely wiped over in history completely like destroyed was that the guar actually saved us from the tyrannical reign of ad and I'm they this. saved us all <laughs> and they had to they they and guar they used to be able to talk and they used to tap dance and all these <sighs> things they invented jazz they they did they well i mean they they, They they, they were in bands with khajiit and it was harmony and then the aldmeri dominion came and tried to say you can't do that you can't tap dance you've got big feet and you know and um so uh, hold on. I'm still thinking this through. <laughs> so they had to wipe it out. So the Guar had to defend the Harmony, and they fought and they fought valiantly. But then a dragon break happened, and it completely wiped out the histories of it entirely. And that's what I'm going with because that's completely non anti Guar, and ha! It also yeah. even threw an AD. Fight I, that arc, I dare you. I was
1: you. gonna say so by. Downplaying the guar in this scenario, you'll be supporting the ad. Ha! All right, Mark. We'll uh,
3: uh, can I ask you real quick? Um, Crunchy Port was not the best of the tap dancing guar, but he was the most passionate of the tap dancing <laughs> guar. He
1: was.
0: He
3: yeah. was really. He tried really hard. Yes. So good theories,
0: good theories, of course, but obviously that <laughs> they're, 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 they're not true. Um. So. <laughs> The divines can't directly intervene with the affairs of Nern. However, Akatosh, being the god of time and being sort of the leading power in the in the among the divines, um, he is aware of everything that happens. I mean, the, the, he is he is outside the flow of time, so he sees what is what has happened, what is happening, and what is what will happen. Dragon Breaks are when Akatosh, in his limited ways of intervening, um, basically alters the entire timeline in which the Guar has actually thrown Nern into absolute madness and chaos and completely take over and brought, bring about the doom of all living beings. That's when Akatosh has to intervene. Um and just split up that timeline so that the the sentient life as we know it on learn can continue to exist.
1: I don't like any of this. <laughs> Each one of these answers is more <laughs> offensive than the last. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe there's two more of these abominations
2: <laughs> Do it. Bring it! Let's go! I'm so go. ready
1: for
0: so the next one. Come month. on. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is an easier one. So, during the Oblivion Crisis, Oblivion portals were opening all over Tamriel. But in Black Marsh, Marin's Dagon had to start closing the, um, the Oblivion gates. What was the reason for that?
2: Big jerk.
3: So because he was a
0: big <laughs> jerk. Um,
3: very concise, Doc. So, big jerk. Uh, most people will say that the Argonians mounted uh, too strong of a defense of their homelands. Um, the uh, the more likely reason is that he defaulted on his uh, portal loans because <laughs> uh, he's not very good at money. Um, he's real good at all sorts of other terrible things, but not good at loans. Um, but the actual reason that Ark is going to tell us is that the Argonians, like uh, Lotus, were wearing our Ar- uh, were actually Guar wearing Argonian suits with zippers in the front.
0: That wasn't my answer, but I like that. I'll take that. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. So the, Ar- the-, the Argonians that defended Tamriel were actually Guar in disguise, and they are our secret saviors. Mm-hmm.
0: And as they started invading into Deathlands, they got new the threat and was just like, "Nope, this is not real. Yeah. we're not dealing <laughs> with he's this." He's like, "I'm not nope, taking no. on our
3: taking on Gwar-. Like they they, they they like you know mounted their defense against because a bunch of Daedra, and Gwar- then as soon as they started killing a bunch of the Daedra, the, once they started showing their dominance, the Daedra were like, "Oh, these are Argonians are so strong and powerful." And then the the Argonians in the front would like unzip and they they'd, <laughs> like peek out of their outfits and then go, "Surprise, mother!" <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then and then the danger were like, "Oh no, they're secret guar. Run away And then they go back into the portals and then shut the portals. There you go. Wow. wow.
0: See see, Tom is starting to see the truth in just like a few questions. This is the power of a true lore master right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> just huh just a few questions. Do you have anything to add, Lotus?
3: No, I don't. Smygor no. actually spoke too, which was great. Wait, and they, what? And they all, yeah, no, and they all sound they exactly like a Bobcat. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how they talk. Yeah.
0: Okay, final question. Which uh, member
1: of the tribunal struck a
0: nobody deal? Nobody else?
3: With the... Wait, you don't even have an answer for this? Wait. No, I'm just offended
1: at this point. I'm I think not I broke it. I'm just
2: thinking, I'm just Is thinking. The... You know, they didn't even give the guar a chance. Like, yes, the guar could have destroyed. They would not have, though, because they're too full of love and harmony, and they're awesome, and they're badasses, and all the all the good things, and they would have made cheese pizza if they could, but their tiny little arms couldn't except,
4: do it.
0: And Except in no the except. several no Except in the several timelines that they did bad things and destroyed the world and Akatosh had to, to restart the, no, the time. There's no
2: histories of that. There's no histories of that.
0: Dragon breaks are that. I mean I'm just
2: Dragon I'm, Breaks are that they save the
4: people that's mm,
3: it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go on to the next what's Ark's what's Ark's explanation for this? <laughs> uh for which one? Well the last one. For the one we just answered the Oblivion Gates. Oh, so
0: mine was that um Argonians did start rushing into uh, the Deathlands, but they did so riding Guar. It was a plot by the oh. Guar to invade Deathlands just by being seen like a mount. And that way they would just slip past, you know, because you don't deal with the mount itself, you deal with the rider. So while Daedra was busy with the Argonians, the Guar would just invade Deathlands and take it over. But Dagon saw it coming and he was like, no, this is a plot.
2: Sorry, are we actually, are we actually going in favor of Dagon? No!
0: In the- (laughs) No! Look, against the Guar, Dagon is better. (laughs) He's
2: a big fat jerk! No, we're going for Team Guar here, people! Come on!
0: I mean, it's even possible that Dagon invaded Tamriel to take on, you know, Guar before the threat became too big as well. But compared to the power of the Guar, you know, he was he wasn't that that powerful, so
3: he got wrecked.
2: Big fat body, scaredy cat, jerk.
3: What if there's like a really massive big Guar, kind of like Dagon's <laughs> really big? That would be very like scary. it doesn't exist. Daedric Guar Prince, that's just been like out there in oblivion somewhere, <gasps> waiting to reveal itself.
2: He would. He w- that that would be it. That would be the one.
3: Those would be the final mm-hmm. days.
2: No, that's not what I was saying.
1: <laughs> and to reference Delton Chet, yes, we're bulldozing right past the, the Bobcat comment where I said his last name wrong. Sweet, <laughs> yeah, Sweet Steen, close if- enough. What if they were Dagon? he
2: says, says, "That's it. I know the truth. Uncle Shea is a guar. Yes, he is, what or if, a guar lover at the Dagon very Dagon least." What if Dagon is
3: a guar? What if he no. just unzips and out comes a gigantic <laughs> guar?
0: Then he
2: has too many long then, arms. It doesn't then work. Martin
0: Septim truly <laughs> saved us all.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> you would sell your soul to Dagon, Out of spite of the poor guar
1: who just want to love you. Also... Definitely taking notes from this episode specifically.
2: <laughs> um, we're gonna see zip suits. What a deep yeah, canon
1: lore
3: going on. Five uh, yeah, no, months later on the Zoss store, we're gonna see a bunch of zip suits.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I would love it.
0: I should, you know, do, do, this quiz, like
3: I should do this
4: quiz.
0: I should do this quiz to layman Tuttle himself someday.
1: <gasps> Just break oh, okay. him. <laughs> yes. yeah. Like, yes. what the
3: <laughs> also I want I want some footie pajamas on the on the Zoss store with like hoodies <laughs> yeah. that come up, so we can like zip can we get a pretty on brand I bet
2: Oh my gosh, they could totally make footie pajama guar zip suits oh with like god. The, yep. oh my god yeah. Zoss. Yeah. Come on, we, guys. We just I would buy
0: million dollar idea yeah. right here.
2: I would buy Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I would buy one and send it to Ark, and you would have to wear it, and that would be our next extra life.
1: Oh God! <laughs> oh, that'd be great. No, and we please. stream
3: in the Guar stream. onesie. Look, yeah. just yes. riding a Guar man was God, bad enough. Hear
2: me now, oh, that was please. great.
3: Yeah, the hood comes down like far on your head, and at the bottom of the hood are like little teeth. Oh, it's gonna
2: happen, guys. It's gonna happen. Sauce. we need this to happen. Yes, please. It's for it's the a children. Disturbing
3: image. <laughs> 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 eyes, eyes if yeah. in <laughs>
2: oh, the Guar will be avenged, Ark. It will happen.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, All right, one, let's get on with this. One, How do we one, close one, this disaster. One, <laughs> one final
0: question Which member of the tribunal struck a deal with the Daedra and why? This is actually from other um, schools
3: online as well. Okay, uh, it was, uh, it was, okay, mm. So Facil, <laughs> and he, uh, oh <laughs> go on. And Archimedes, <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, the mounting threat of the guar was so much that he needed to, um, <laughs> he struck a, he struck a deal with all of the danger simultaneously to,
4: <laughs> See, it's paining
3: him to even come up
4: with this because he knows it's wrong. I don't
3: propaganda. know if I can keep doing this, Ark. <laughs> this is the final question. I don't know. I don't know if I can do this.
4: Don't.
3: Uh, help me, guys. No, come dude. on. <laughs> Lotus is going to try. Just
2: clearly, lost. this is the war within yourself because you know it's wrong.
1: So, too. Tried to banish Ark from spreading this. <laughs> so he made a pact with the Daedric princes in order to prevent this type of garbage from getting out into the world and confusing
3: people. So, so Thistle was right fed at the misinformation <laughs> and struck a deal with Hermaeus Mora to stop spreading <laughs> misinformation about Guar. Mm, no, 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 no. You were so close. You were so close.
0: But you, be, you were, you were almost there. So, as you initially said, Sil saw the Guar threat as well. Um, and he knew, you I mean, being the that mastermind awesome. that he is, he knew what happened to, what truly happened to Jigalak, unlike the, you know, what people think that happened. So, he knew that the only way, you know, to to stop the Guar threat was to bring Daedra together in an alliance against the Guar. I mean, he already knew that the Divines were already fighting against the Guar with Akatosh's, you know, dragon breaks and things like that. But he knew that Daedra would be split among themselves. And he knew what they did to Jigalak. So, yeah, he struck a deal with them. He set everyone at the table. And, you know, since... And we all know Sotasil is is is, a, is an absolutely great mind. So he was able to explain the dire situation of of you know Guar's being left alone as they are to the Daedra and convince them into joining an alliance and, and striking a deal together.
2: So Soth- yep. Sothacil would never do that. He's he's too he's too fine. He wouldn't he wouldn't do that. He's, he's too, too smart. <laughs> he's too fine. He's too
1: late. <laughs> he I mean, Look like, uh, <laughs> mm, 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 mm.
0: <laughs> and yeah that brings us to the end of the five question quiz that um i wanted to put out there to enlighten everybody
1: which is the score got, that arc i think I got how like many eight, out of uh, five <laughs> what's what's I your rating know
2: I... <laughs>
3: Yeah, rate each of us. Rate each, give yeah. us each a, each, a, each a grade. How many out of five did we get right? Ark. I feel
2: like the, I feel like the chat should tell us.
3: Or just give us give us a like performance rating. Score. Well, Lotus gets zero. Damn
0: it! Um, <laughs> gets two star for trying, but she always she always went in favor of the guar. Tom actually, Tom actually gets a four because, I mean, not only. Was he managed to tell the actual lore in the most weird way possible? (laughs) He also quickly grasped and started really guessing what I was going for in like one question. (laughs) And he was pretty on point from the start of Jigalak question. So, I mean, he did battle within himself to get the actual (laughs) truth out. Um, so that's why one star goes away, but four stars go <laughs> well, th-
3: well, thanks, thanks. <laughs> had to, it was tough. it was difficult. I did, you know it was that was that was oh. really impressive though. You managed to like
0: quickly start making up the lore I was truly saying, which are facts. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> and you were telling them in your own way, while also made, like knowing what the actual thing was. So that was like a three way answering. You know the questions in in from three perspectives. That was pretty. That was pretty good. Thanks. Thanks.
3: <laughs> I, I I I bullshit really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been wanting to like get on another episode with you for so long, just so I could do this as well. Uh, but I missed every other episode that you were on Tales because of the time we were recording yeah. it. So I'm really right. happy that this finally happened as well.
1: Yeah. I've been, I've,
0: been, I've been thinking about this for quite a long time.
1: A very long play. <laughs>
2: yeah. Listen, guys, I promised you two episodes ago that I would be for the Team Guar, and I mm-hmm. will be Team Guar. Let that be known. I will stand for the Guar forever.
1: Little did Ark- we know that Ark yeah. is the Daedric Prince of Plot because
3: <laughs> Or have been planning this no, for a very Anthemar. long time. Maybe he's secretly the Daedric Prince of Guar.
4: Oh <gasps> He's the Guar! He's yeah. the just- <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, that's why they are this dangerous, because mm-hmm. it, they make you question mm-hmm. everything, but you can never actually, like, really see see it. Guarkaneer,
4: major prince of guar.
3: No, no. Like a... no. <laughs> no, don't turn this on no. me. <laughs> <laughs> this has all been an advertisement for the power of the guar.
0: <laughs> mm. oh. I'm so happy that I got to do this.
1: And, yeah. I see. Well, I found it morally reprehensible,
0: but... <laughs> <laughs> so, we are just over an hour into the show, and we still have our Tales part to do. But, as um, as with some restructuring of the show, uh, we'll be using this time between our news, discussions, and Tales... To shout out everyone who supports us, read the iTunes review, and take a quick break, um, during which you might hear some ads. Now, I mentioned ads on the previous episode, that they might happen, or rather they will happen, and they will support a lot of things with the show... Uh, as well as, I don't know, maybe one day allow me to come to ESO Vegas or something like that. We'll see. Uh, I don't great. know how... <laughs> I, know. Uh, I don't know what the performance of the of those will be, but I'm really eager to finally meet all of you in person, <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. But before we get into all that, as we have became the official uh, podcast of UESP, the unofficial Earth pages, and... Now are supported by the Patreon of the unofficial Discord pages, which is Patreon.com/USB. We are also giving shout-outs for those patrons because you will be from now on keeping the show going. And as of this week, we have two new supporters over there. That is Raphael Steiner and tain Hess. I am sorry if I butchered the names because I don't know much about names, especially that uh, you know uh, foreign <laughs> names to me at least. Uh, But thank you all so, so very much for supporting us over there. It will help to keep the show going from now on, pay for all the um, stuff along with the ads. And I hope you all enjoy the rewards. And if you haven't checked the uh, USP's Patreon already, unlike before with the DCM one, you get a lot of actual Elder Scrolls rewards, like physical stuff. stuff. Yeah, They, They are really, really good all the way from posters to custom-made. Um, well, that was last year, but uh, this year oh, they coffee mug. Have...
2: Yep. This, this might be skooma. This was from this last year. This cool <laughs> banner thingy that is totally covering up.
1: Clothing. That little yellow <laughs> tail <right> nub
2: there. <laughs> the- and lots of other really cool things.
0: Yep. The absolutely horrendous figure that Lotus got, which it is, is very well made, but the Lotus's h-
1: ugly glass armor you just, made it horrendous. You just so. Don't understand the wonders <laughs> it's, it's, of heavy glass <laughs> armor. <laughs> no, no. At least
0: dye yes. it, man. At least dye the thing. No, Why do you have to it, leave it with the default ESO green, which is look? Like it's this not even default
1: color. ESO green. No, no. It's not. It's it's from Markarth. It's whatever Markarth. Puke green. I have no idea what the color is. See, even are. you call it puke green. It's... I don't know what it's called. Whatever. It looks like malachite. That's that's what it looks like. But it's not the that's default. Fair. The default's too white. It's it's like the original default green. I used to use the uh, one from uh, Sanctum Aphidia, I believe, okay. which was I which was a closer to malachite. But then whatever color green you get from I think doing the story in Markarth. That was even better. It looks just like that nice Skyrim hue that I really like. Yeah.
0: Still ugly. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Continue to be offended. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not not, not offended again. Continuing to be offended. (laughs)
0: Um, Okay. So before we derail into another 15 minute segment, we'll be back (laughs) in a minute. And we are back for the fan-favorite section of the show, which gives its name, tales. and since we are, you know, uh, longer than an hour into the episode, I guess we can get it going and talk about what we all have been up to in the past week of Elder Scrolls. I hope that was smooth enough, I didn't really plan it properly, so it'll get
1: better over time, we'll see. It but was beautiful. It was the only thing I haven't been offended by this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll figure some. I'll figure something out to make it offensive as well for the next. All right, episode. perfect. You, Great. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. <laughs>
1: just to, yeah, just to ease me in. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that segment didn't disgust me.
0: <laughs> so, Tom, since you are our special guest this week, what have you been up to in the past week or weeks before that? Since you haven't been on the show for a while in the overall universe of Elder Scrolls.
3: Yeah, um, well, I haven't been diving much into Elder Scrolls Online lately. Uh, I have been playing Skyrim with my mom. Uh, Oh, I've been
0: seeing that. You stream those while I'm
3: at work, though, so I can never catch them live. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I save them. They go up on uh, my my YouTube channel, so the Robots Radio YouTube channel, if you're interested, you can just search it. Um, But yeah, this has been something I, I do on Tuesday nights, and um the audio version actually goes up on the uh the lorecast feed so if you want to just listen to the the audio which is it's like a bonus it goes up in between the regular episodes so you can skip them if you don't like them but if you want to listen to them and they're hilarious because my mom is like a retired 60 (laughs) plus year old woman um very subtle she uh yeah she's she's never i mean I grew up playing video games um i'm old enough to be a child of the 80s and 90s and uh remember having an atari as a child that i thought my my parents bought for me and my brother but it turns out my dad wanted to play (laughs) pac-man um like later on in life i realized wait a minute I don't remember getting that as a Christmas present or anything. No, my dad bought it for himself and then we just happened to have <laughs> it growing nice. up. And then, you know, he wanted to play Pac-Man. So, um, yeah, but my mom was never much of a gamer. Like she, the most she ever played was like Tetris. She got really into Tetris. at okay. point, Right. But, um, but she she was never against it. Like like she she realized that like she always would always comment, like, oh, this is good for your hand-eye coordination. Like that was always <laughs> her comment. Or like, oh, this is fun and creative. Like those were her kind of comments. She was always very supportive of, of the things we did. But um, she never got into it herself. So one day I was like, you know what would be really funny is if you know, because she lives about an hour and a half away. It's a little bit long to travel too regularly. But we get together and visit maybe every every other month or so. Um, but I was like, you know, if we got together like once a month and she's got like on a Zoom call. And I was like, it would be really funny if I controlled the characters. We streamed it. But she got to make all the decisions. <gasps> I love and- it. Yeah. And I was like, she's never really played a role-playing game for, even watched much of one. She doesn't know anything about the world of Elder Scrolls. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even know what, but the potential options are. So when you meet a character, when you take on a quest line, she doesn't know what the boundaries of anything are. Like when a character says, can you do this? Or would you do this? Or, you know, you can do this or do that. You, like, you remember, think about the first time you played through a role-playing game. Yeah. Like, We all know the language of these games. We all know what the boundaries of the worlds are. We all know what the possibilities seem to be. And rarely do we get our minds blown anymore. Right? Well, Mm.
1: right. To that point, like when I first played Morrowind, I just grabbed it over my friend's house and was like, oh, what's this weird thing? And I was Mm. like. I'm just going to kill this person, take their house. Wait, I can actually. Kill this person <laughs> that, and just that was take the their first house? thing that you did. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I got off the boat and I, I originally, I've told these stories before. It's like my friend's like, yeah, this game's not really similar to anything you played. And I was just like, I murdered somebody. I was like, oh, can I just live here? He's like, yeah, just fill the house with all your garbage.
3: It was like, I could just steal anything i want it's amazing Yeah. yeah. So, so i've been letting her make decisions and it's skyrim so you know there's there's definitely some boundaries. you can't just murder someone and take their house but
1: a little more restrictive than more it's a little bit more not,
3: restrictive. not that much but a little bit <laughs> right but she doesn't she doesn't necessarily know the boundaries of the game so whenever we come across this scenario i'm like okay what do you want to do um, so like even through the opening s- Opening sequence, you know the dragon comes and you run through yeah. the burning city um, And then you get to a point where you have to choose like do you go with the Imperial or the stormcloak? And I'm like, okay Who do we go with and like I've I've kind of filled her in like mm-hmm. okay These guys are trying to kill us because yep. they think we're a criminal and these guys are fighting against the people trying to kill us Who do we go with and she's like? Uh, that guy over there and she points to the Imperial and I'm like, okay We're gonna go with the Imperials and she's like, yes and I'm like, okay, why? And because I'm thinking to myself, they, they were just about to kill us. They we're going to go with about them? just to murder you. And she's like, uh, because he he has more armor.
0: <laughs> that is actually, in a situation where you are fighting a dragon, that is a very valid reasoning. I never yeah, thought like, about it, right?
3: That, yeah, that works. Wait, right. and I'm like, uh, because he has more armor and she's like yeah it looks like he might survive and i'm like okay <laughs> okay, so you're on that. political like, situation removed even though, like, <laughs> like, even though he was about to, to murder us and she was like "Well, would you put it like that <laughs> and i was like all right here we go and we're just like <laughs> and and it's so interesting because i'm getting her perspective on everything you know we, we talk with yeah. the camera um or like when we're going through bleak falls barrow and we meet um Oh, what's his face? Uh, the the guy caught in the, the cobweb. Arvel,
4: Ar-
3: Arvel the Swift. Yes. Yeah, mm. Arvel
2: the Swift. Yeah.
3: Um, and and we're like, we got to get the thing, the claw from Arvel. He's caught in the in the spiderwebs, and and he's being all cagey, and then he runs away, and I'm like, oh no, he's running away. He ha- he okay. he has the claw, and my mom's like, oh, get him, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? I, I pause it, and I'm like, what? And yes. she's like, she's like. basically she was just like yeah murder him right now and i was like whoa wait wait a minute who is this woman do video games make us violent (laughs) holy moly okay all right we're gonna go kill him and take the claw and she's like yeah no he's terrible kill him
2: (laughs) i love it
3: (laughs) all right mind blown yeah no it's great because she's she's like there's certain things that she's just like and 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 she's just reacting because she's like playing she's like role playing her character in this world and she's just making her decisions as if she's just like this person but it's like her too you know because we all put ourselves into right. these characters it's so interesting to just see what she decides to do and see how she kind of understands things or doesn't understand things and like she's trying to understand like okay what is it what is a dragon board how do the dragons work what does this actually mean you know like all the she you know she's struggling with like figuring these things out um it's definitely it's,
1: worth a watch it's pretty entertaining just because yeah. again yeah. what it's one of those things when you're so used to all of this mm-hmm. it's like well yeah i obviously do this this and this for this reason or whatever right. And seeing somebody totally not only just removed from this series but from games overall right. sort of yeah. But she so, doesn't game
3: it at all. There's no right. game um, anything.
1: Yeah. So it's a very unique experience, mm-hmm. if that sounds entertaining, which I personally think so, some of them have been very entertaining. I'm like, wow, okay, and like, that is certainly a choice. <laughs> if you right. if
0: you think about it, every even when we are role-playing as a specific character or as just ourselves, a lot of our decisions are unwillingly um influenced by our lore knowledge or game knowledge Like we know where a loot might be we know what Mm -hmm. we might face later on we kind of know the end result of the decisions that we make based on experience both for that game and gaming in general and for the lore like in that specific example i will always go with the storm cloaks because the other one is imperial it had never even occurred to me that there might be like from an outside perspective there might be a different survival chance between the two because to me it's like okay this is a decision i know it's going to end up in the same place even when i first play I know
3: how games are designed they're both going to lead me to the same place exactly yeah but she doesn't think that way she's going i don't know what's going to happen interesting
0: yeah so i'm (laughs) going to go with the
3: one with more armor because i might survive better like it's a fascinating um, series um or even little even little things like um even just going into the dungeon of that of that zone we went imperial we met the torturer and i was like Oh, yeah. We fought off the, the the stormcloaks, and we meet the torturer and he's like talking to us and I'm like, and she's like, okay, who's this guy? And I'm like, oh, he's the torturer for the Imperials. Looks like we made the right choice, huh? And she she laughed. And I was like, but the Stormclothes probably have their own torturer too, because you know, but this is just happened to be theirs. And then we and then we opened up the door to one of the cages and there was the body of the mage in there, right? And we're looking through his inventory. And he and I'm like, well, let's see, let's let's see what he has on him. And we're looking through stuff. And I'm like, look, look there's some money in here, there's some other things. And I'm and I'm explaining to her how things in the game work. And I'm like, look, he has He has a robe on him and it has a magical ability on it, which makes it very valuable. And she was like, oh, that seems nice. And I'm like, should we take it? And she's like, yeah, okay, let's take it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so we're going to take the clothing off the dead body. And she goes, oh, when you put (laughs) it like that, can somebody else do it? (laughs) And I was like, "Still well, uh, I mean no like i don't think our buddy's gonna do it for us like <laughs> we have to do it and she was like i don't know i <laughs> <She laughs> was like well i mean it's very valuable so but but she's thinking in real terms like yeah. would i actually take the clothing off this dead body Dead person like, right like that's actually, that's very disrespectful. Oh would yeah, that's I, super really... warped IRL. <laughs> that's super warped. Like, would I really take the like valuable clothing off a dead body? Like, that's pretty messed up you're not gonna need it
2: i mean also <laughs>
3: do i really want to see the naked dead body in front of me when I, take I was gonna the say did officer? you end
2: up taking it and did she like, like oh now there's a naked guy in front of me well, that's, like- well, that's,
3: I, I did take it and that's and i pointed <gasps> out and i'm like oh and now he doesn't have any clothing on <laughs> that's great and she was like uh yeah uh and of course he's got his loincloth on but like <laughs> yeah like- Right, but I'm like, I could have modded it to where he was, like, actually making That Dude, would be really disturbing. Offensive. I like, didn't. I didn't. Look what you've done. It's like, <laughs> well, I would be home. like, oh, my God, Mop, look. <laughs> no, Thank <laughs> you, monster.
4: Thank
3: you, monster. No. Um, but, yeah, like, but, like, these are the things that she has to think, because we just gamify it, right? Like, right. item, yeah. take, move on. Yeah. But she's like, oh, God, um, uh, do I really want to do that? Uh, so it makes it really interesting and fun. Yeah.
2: Nice, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a very amusing series.
3: That's, so that's exactly. what I've been doing. All right. So. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: <clears throat> Lotus, why don't you take over? Because I'm coughing so,
1: again. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> Ark doesn't uh, pass away on us. Uh, Doc, why don't Finding you... The... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. We're
4: why don't you, uh... <laughs> It is,
1: it's, 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 I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm one... <laughs> Someone's um okay. getting the hot and flu because of this
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah what have you um, been up to
2: so it's been a kind of a busy couple weeks for me so i haven't gotten a play all that much i was very very excited about the surprise event um yeah because that sweet sweet gold mm-hmm. um i mean that that's literally because up until that point um because i kind of hit a little bit of a lull in eso um like where i would only get on you know for our dungeon runs on mondays yep. and then our um sunday prog but that was kind of it um, mm-hmm. because i did end up picking up destiny 2 the new expansion oh, nice. Yep. yeah mm-hmm. um and so i was playing that because i was trying to catch up to some of my friends because they had been talking non-stop about it and so that was fun but um I'd still do. I was hopping on ESO because I was really on like a Ritz kick. So mm-hmm. like, because usually Beep, I would do. I know, seriously. And I was like, I would usually I would do my Ritz on like because I have I have ten characters. Yep. Um, about three, or f- three or four of them I play pretty substantially. Like I yep. have like, I joke I have two mains. But, um, like I have my one that I do now, all the achievements on everything that I'm trying to sure. build on. That's my macro. But then I have like my, my stand blade wood elf that does all the story content. So, mm-hmm. and she's also my master crafter. So I usually do my writs on there, but for some, but lately I just wanted to do all my writs on all 10 characters because honestly, I've been trying to collect as many survey reports as I possibly can, especially the jewelry ones, mm-hmm. um, because that's make some pretty money on that. Sure but, <laughs> and sure so, man. yeah, and so I, that was all i do. I'd like listen to podcasts and everything and I'd do my RITs and get them all done. And then this surprise event came up and I was like, this is perfect because now I'm making a hundred K goal per day just doing my RITs. Like yeah. it was amazing.
1: When RITs become worth 10 grand for a day, like that's, yeah. that's pretty that's pretty nice, I'm not gonna lie.
2: I actually ended up missing two days. I was a little sad about it, but at the same time I had a good reason. I went out of town this past weekend, which is one of the reasons why I wasn't on the podcast this Sunday. And I well, guess hi-a. I let me share like what actually happened that Sunday. Because um- <laughs> <laughs> it was a
1: story in and of itself, which was why you weren't yeah, able to Which join is why,
2: us. cause we actually like I had actually planned, I was like, You guys, I will be driving because I drove I down to El Paso. It's only about a four hour drive away from me. Like I was going to a soccer game and hanging out with friends and it was super fun. Um, and so I was going to be driving back on Sunday. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to be on the road, but I think I have a decent enough reception where I can still be part of the discord call and still be part of the podcast. You guys just won't be able to see me. And so that was what we were planning on. <laughs> well, as was driving back from El Paso beforehand. I had been on the phone with another friend and El Paso around this time. It's the windy season. So I got stuck in a sandstorm. Um, no joke, because it is desert out there guys <laughs> it's pure desert and, and i haven't been out there. Sandstorm.
1: That no really no outdated... this is like, like yeah
2: like legit alakir elsewhere you name it like i feel like elsewhere is a little too green for it to be el paso desert to be honest it's I more have... alakir it's very sandy very I very sandy
1: See, funny you say that i had mentioned you were driving through reaper's march and it totally threw arc off last time because i was like oh She's yeah. driving to Reaper's March. Like, Wait, why Reaper's March? I was like, well, because it's sandier there, and I like Reaper's March. <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting elsewhere, Alakir Desert, and he just said, like, Reaper's March, and I was like, Reapers?
2: what is are you, that that else? very desert too. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's AD territory, so why bring yeah. that up when you have others? <laughs> Look, I'm That's just fair. saying... Let's go with can't...
2: Alakir, because I do still represent DC to an extent, yes. so let's go with Alakir, because right, it is very sandy, It is very sandy. And so anyway, so I had been like seven years since I'd been down to El Paso. So um, I forgot that it's no long, that it isn't a straight shot. Cause in my head from where I live to there, I thought it was a straight shot, get on the interstate, boom, I'm there. I forgot there's one exit you have to take. So, and on the way to El Paso, you don't hit that exit until like the final hour of your drive. So you're well aware of it but on the way up you take it right away and i wasn't thinking i was mm-hmm. on the phone with a friend and we're and i and plus there's a sandstorm so you can't really see that much like i'm not yeah, kidding guys it's a dark. legit sandstorm um and so i'm driving i miss my exit and i'm just talking to my friend i don't realize i miss my exit until about 2 hours into the drive when i all of a sudden see Welcome to Arizona sign. And Oof. I'm like Oh. What? Oh no. I don't <laughs> I don't drive through Arizona to
1: get home. I, I went to the wrong state. <laughs> I-
2: was i completely took a wrong turn and yeah what would have been a three and a half to four hour drive ended up being close to a seven seven and a half hour drive because i had oh, to backtrack
4: geez. i was coming to see you yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <it> just
1: <laughs> appears appeared at the door like hello Hello, <laughs>
4: Maddie, it's, it's
2: me.
1: <laughs> I come bringing pancakes.
4: <laughs>
2: so, yeah. um, So because of that, because I got so lost, the reception was horrible in that area and sandstorm, like I said. So I was like, there's just no way I'm going to be making this call or anything like that so that's what i've been up to was- um basically it was crazy i haven't <laughs> played i haven't actually gotten a chance i did get a chance to log in one final day that monday to do the uh the surprise event just to get like a, another 100k gold uh- <laughs> <laughs> i could always miss a turn maddie yep. <laughs> but um but yeah uh That was very, that was an ordeal. I mean, I love it now because I have that story forever. I've never done that before. (laughs) Usually I'm like a built in GPS, like no jokes, guys. Like I go one place, I remember it. I, I'm good. But it had been seven years. Yeah, So, that's, and Sandstorm yeah. and everything. Like, I just, I felt so silly and crazy <laughs> and just like, <laughs> oh my. Goodness. I mean,
0: actual so. GPS is also sort of break during...
2: They can break sandstorm, too. Apparently so. my brain was broken. So, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> apparently I was broken.
1: <laughs> well, I, I yes. you know... On that note of, like, the navigation thing, just from, uh, you know, a a related thing with PAX East, a lot of people come up to uh, where I live, Boston, uh, for PAX East and Bethesda Game Days East when they have them. Fingers crossed they actually do that this year as well. Um, But it's one of the things that I always tell people, don't rely too much on your navigation system when you're in Boston, because that map of, like, New York, because... You want to, you know, the architects wanted you to get around Boston because fuck you, because nothing <laughs> makes sense in Boston. It's loopy loops and like tunnels that like we have uh, one tunnel that is over a mile long underwater. Um, oh, that's And there's terrifying. no turning around. You have to get out the other side, then go back under it in the other direct. Like, <gasps> Getting in and out of Logan Airport requires you to go through a toll so if you screw it up, you have to go back through the toll, but then to get no. back to where you need to go in the terminal, you go back through the toll. So you, if you keep screwing it up, you're going to keep ringing up the
2: tolls. <laughs> like, <gasps> that sounds like a nightmare.
1: You're really, really going to... Yeah, you got to <laughs> just make sure to plan things out when you're in, in Boston. And that's why I was like, just, it'll definitely get you there when you use navigation but don't rely too much on it it's better now that the big dig and everything like that has been completed but originally because of the overlapping and stuff like that with them adding new overlays and underpasses and stuff like that it, it, there was some scenarios where it would be like turn right here and there's just a guardrail it's like <laughs> uh, ha, ha, ha. it's like well I hope I don't because I'm going into the harbor <laughs> Like, maybe so, there's a portal yeah.
0: there that you don't know about <laughs>
1: There you go. It's like the Harry
0: Potter thing where you have to just, like, yes. if you hit the guardrail yeah, right. just at the right spot.
1: Exactly. And actually, uh, Ryan, who's also from, from my area in Boston, Boston's logo is just, go ahead, try it. <laughs> like,
4: I love it. Yeah.
1: So sometimes navigation is uh, more of like a backup as opposed to a full full <laughs> plan.
3: But well, guys, uh, I need to I need to get going. You jumping today. off, buddy? Yep, I gotta get, get dinner ready with the family. Sounds fam. good. All but right, man. Thanks for thanks for having me. This has been super yes. fun. Yeah, absolutely. it was. And I was gonna say, now we're
1: officially partners here as well. So. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Yay. Happy, to, happy to join back whenever. Oh, absolutely, whenever we'll be
1: having you back for many a lore segment, I'm sure. And awesome. I will be
3: joining. Correct lore,
2: you... not yes. propaganda lore. correct
1: lore.
0: I'll dare you.
3: Well, my my lore was always correct, as you can tell by my (laughs) this episode. Played the politician way of doing it. Yes. All
1: right. Well, thanks for having me. I'll
3: I'll see you guys. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Make it easy,
1: buddy. Bye. Bye. -bye. So, Ark, what have you... There he goes. Jim is adjusted. Uh, What have you been up to? Because I know... You've been. You'll still need to be slightly edited for one week. Yeah, I. But I,
0: I still can't talk about what exactly uh, I've been up to.
1: But basically, two days, two days, and we get out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, we started attempting the um, the Coral Area, which is one of the new dungeons, hard
1: mode. Ooh.
0: Um, so the first boss, I'm not going to spoil any mechanics whatsoever, sure. so this is safe.
1: Yeah, just your impressions type of deal.
0: Yeah, so the first boss, we started throwing ourselves at it. And there was one very specific thing that we thought about, but missed, like, <clears throat> it just a very crucial thing about it. So we kept ourselves throwing at it, throwing at it, we tried a variety of weird, different things. We kept our, like, switching around our build, trying out different things, but we kept dying and dying and dying. And even though we were doing a blind heart mode, we had to look up um, a guide. And apparently, like, we had the right idea, we just didn't execute it the right way that you were supposed to do, which I don't know how you would get that information. It's possible the game actually teaches you what you're supposed to do. But That's since what we, I was
1: going to imply.
0: Since we roll through the story v- by skipping everything, and mm-hmm. since we have uh, have the game volume low, so we don't hear any of the NPCs actually telling uh, us what to bucket do. Bucket
1: splash emotes were thrown.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> we, we skip like a tiny bit of it. But we had the right idea. So we still counted that as blind. Like, even though we had to look it up, but... Um, and then we moved on to the second boss. Now, the second boss in Coral Airy is Madness. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's Madness. Ooh. I, nice. It's one of those bosses that... We didn't kill it, by the way. We got it down to, like, 20% or something before we broke. Okay. So it, <laughs> So there is a point in our dungeon runs where either the dungeon breaks, like the instance literally starts, it starts breaking, being wacky. Yep, or we get so tired that we break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we start going like we start the fight, and I'm just like I taunt and immediately die because I start forgetting to actually block. Block. <laughs> yeah, I just like yeah. I pull, and then immediately get smacked to death, and I'm like, oh, yeah. And then everybody starts doing stuff like that. Like someone gets an AoE yeah. under them and just like Yeah and they die. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's <laughs> great. So, yeah. So it's it's the point at night where our brains no longer process the information that come from the uh-huh. screen. Um so we got to that point eventually and was like, Okay, let's call the night. But the fight itself is 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 like it overloads you with so much information that's all i'm gonna say about it that your brain just fries at some point and obviously after the fight i went onto twitter and i was like i sort of complimented slash yelled at finn as i do um <laughs> and he was like so apparently it was one of the boss designers jared that created that specific fight so my Once new hashtag shout out yeah my new hashtag is ff you jared uh <laughs> instead of FU you finn because that fight did earn that title um i wanted his twitter finn didn't give it even though i didn't like actually want it because i knew like that would be against i don't know if if not like morals it would be against some company policy or something like that yeah yeah right. but i was you like give me his twitter correct. so i can yell at him yeah i'm gonna yell <laughs> Not that I was actually going to yell, but I was going to yell if you, Jared. But, yeah, so he, he created one mad fight, and I'm looking forward to going through that. Um, And that's it. I'm that's excited. the only time I got to play, and it broke my brain. So, <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to I'm, going
4: back.
0: Yeah, I'm looking I'm forward excited. to
1: it.
0: It's, it's a fun fight. And, see, we struggled that much, and then uh, I mean, if all of us are rusty, by the way. It's like I, I've haven't played in ages i think jen hasn't been playing much Uh, i think kitsu hasn't been playing so Mm -hmm. i think only luna has been playing and even she plays less than uh what we all used to play so we are rusty but on 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 our discord kika um she was like oh yeah we got through the all the hard modes woo and i was like how long did it take you and she was like hour and a half and I was like, "We were, we got to the second boss in three hours. How rusty <laughs> are we? I mean, what is this?"
4: Yeah, I, mean,
0: I know Kika's group is they—they they are beasts, but yeah. I wasn't expect Like, I didn't know that we were this rusty. It's. Yeah, I
1: was gonna uh, say, got a mild reality check.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I tried to switch my build and I realized I don't have the corresponding pieces. I don't know where they are, or if I ever... Like, I don't have jewelry for Battalion's Defender. I don't know what I did with them.
1: So, I've, if that's one of your things, this is gonna... Uh, this, trust me, this'll hurt you as much as it hurt me when I had to say <laughs> this originally. I don't suggest you use Battalion Defender. Its heal is so negligible, no one will feel it.
0: The, the main way I usually use Battalion Defender has always been to trigger my Earth Core on an ally instead of myself.
1: On, a, on an ally instead of yourself? Yeah. Okay. I, so I when I block, that, I it just like right. heals it'll, someone it'll at a... whoever. Yeah. And if right, and it, it it's basing it on the lowest health, so mm-hmm. it will obviously target somebody who needs the health the most. Yeah. Um, that was my main yeah.
0: thing, generally. But
1: you know what yeah, I did? Yeah, because Earth Core is still so, great, but... Yeah,
0: so I cubed... Battalion Defender, and then I equipped Earthcore. And I realized I can't match my Battalion Defender because I don't know where the Jewelry is. So I went back to my original set. And then we yeah. started to fight, and I'm fighting, and I'm like, I'm dying, and I'm dying. I was like, what is going on? And my Earth Core is not rocking, and I don't have enough ultimate either. So I equipped the helmet of Earthcore and forgot to switch the shoulders of Earthcore. So I had One Piece Bloodspawn and One Piece Earthcore and yeah so that's how 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 um those rusty. are those are my favorite Rust. runs mm-hmm. personally yeah uh, yeah. When, uh,
1: yeah i've had one nerfing where like, ourselves by by yeah, oh yeah no i i've done that i mean i know doc you had mentioned you've done that without like <laughs> full sets you've done runs where you're like Oops, oh i was yeah. using three of this and four of that and one of this and like my yeah. friends
2: always check on me now before we start something <laughs> hard because they like do you have full sets on and i'm yeah. like yeah, that's <laughs> my <Maybe. laughs> so check. Uh, and it's it's suggested. It's not mandatory, guys. I mean, I got the beast personality without having full sets. There you it go. can happen. It can happen, but you probably should have full sets on. Well, it's it basically
1: helps. adding extra hard moves. Like, yeah. I've done that too, where I'm like. I don't know what's going on. I, I, can anybody see my incrodus like going off? And like, no, I can't. And then I will look at it. I was like, oh, cool. That's because I'm wearing one piece incrodus. <laughs> <laughs> not rocking. It's like, well, we're just gonna not bring that up to anybody. you are just gonna move on. It's like uh, a yeah. dokie. <laughs> and um,
0: on the on the topic of battalion, battalion used to be great. I loved when, that set. Yeah. When. I mean, first of all, there are better sets now. Not that Battalion got nerfed, but there are just much better
1: sets available. Yeah, there are more practical sets. It just doesn't have the impact it used to.
0: Yeah, because it used to be that the more health... Like, if you had enough health as a tank, you could just skip a lot of mechanics. Now the game is a lot more, like, the more more recent boss fights are a lot more Mm mechanic-oriented, and it has more one-shot mechanics, or mechanics that you can't just by nature survive, regardless of the health you have. Um, So there are sets that are better utilized that play to the mechanics of the game, Rather than just like slapping on Battalion Defender with I don't know like powerful assault or Plague Doctor depending on survivability, so yeah. But but I I used to really love Battalion Defender. That two K heal per second used to be oh yeah amazing because a lot of bosses used to hit you a lot as well. Now it's like you get a couple hits every so often, but those hits are so mechanically heavy that. You know, yeah, you don't it, trigger Battalion Defender much anyway, so... Right, right. Yeah, No, but apparently I got rid of some of my pieces anyway. So the only oh, build that I currently have right now, properly, is my stupid ulti build. I don't know what I did with everything else. It's... I have bits and pieces of everything, but none of them really match together than my current build. Also, that new set from the from either corollary or the other dungeon red gives okay. major vulnerability oh that's yes dude and yes, it, and I, that's gonna free up so many necromancers from using yep. like having to use the colossus as
1: well so that's yep. i feel like Exciting, that's gonna be
0: thing. yeah that, that that's gonna take its place in meta tank yes sets, I, I, I definitely
1: think. see some strong potential out of that set mm-hmm. for sure but yeah that's um, pretty much
0: what i what i did so nice otherwise.
1: so as for me um my series has been continuing um uh that we've been posting on the youtube which is dungeon tales and as i had mentioned prior it's where we're slow playing through the dungeons to provide the story for everybody uh kind of as a reference or people who <clears throat> aren't able to get through them and stuff like that i understand there's a lot of varying reasons and because people have enjoyed it um uh, we're trying to go through and i'm aiming to just get them all done and then move on to trials for everybody uh we've got a whole bunch done which i just need to be editing and all Mm -hmm. that stuff some of the stories are great but another thing that i've learned while going through these is some of these old dungeons no shade to like base game (laughs) necessarily but it's almost like they didn't want you to get some of these stories they are (laughs) people move too far forward and it stops dialogue and all these peculiar things happen that cut you off from these stories that are actually really really good um so I'm learning a lot uh about that stuff I mean but at the same time go ahead if you go back
0: to vanilla ESO, it's—I mean, if you have been playing since the beginning, all the improvements happened gradually, so you don't really yeah. notice mm-hmm. it. But if you go so back, sure. it's insane how far they came along. It's—it it really, the it really is. is.
1: And it's also funny because some of the situations are, uh, like, because they, they're obviously wearing armor that relates to the thing. So like they're wearing like the original, like I'm wearing Altmer armor and it's like a main (laughs) quest character and they look super generic. And I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like, um, but a lot of the stories are actually very, very good. um, And I will continue to try to release them. Hopefully maybe like every other day, every three days or so just to try to keep getting them out there for people. It's on my YouTube uh, Lotus of doom. If you are interested in something like this, it's all dungeon tales. Um, and yeah, the idea is to get through all the dungeons, then move on to trials. And then just once they're all covered, we will, uh, just kind of keep up with them as they go. And the other thing is thank you everybody for all the suggestions on them because I've implemented a lot of the different suggestions. Uh, reading the lore books as much as I can find them for people. Uh, I'm keeping them up so that you can read them. We I've been going into first person a decent amount and looking around some of the more interesting environments to just kind of highlight some of the cool settings that these dungeons are in. Specifically stuff like um, Vaults of Madness is awesome and <laughs> looks super, super great, yeah. even for base game. Uh, as a side effect, some of the situations that are kind of funny is... We're specifically not fast-burning stuff, uh, but we're not dragging out fights either. We're just kind of going through it at a reasonable pace. The last fight to Vaults of Madness is awesome, but we had to kind of bumble around a little bit so that he could <laughs> shatter all the glass windows <laughs> for the mechanic, because we were like, we're doing it too efficiently, so... It, you, you should a have just equipped
0: buckets and brooms.
1: That That's just... And just swept him away. <laughs> and The other one, um, which I, 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 some of them have ironically turned into like little mini achievement tutorials, which is kind of weird because City of Ash 2 has an achievement for finding all the Undaunted members that are sent on the mission into the Daedric like portal. Mm -hmm. If you find them all, you get the like Undaunted Savior achievement or whatever, but they're all scripted as part of the story. So as a side effect, I show everybody how to get that achievement <laughs> for finding them all. Um, is- and the other one is a lot of people don't know about the secret pie um, in City of Ash 2. So I make sure to eat the secret pie, show everyone where it is. You get an achievement oh, for eating I the secret pie. Oh, I about that. Yeah, and it gives you the shits uh, in game. <laughs> <laughs> um which I forgot I won't about sp-
4: that. Yes, yeah. I
1: won't spoil the ending, but I actually did not ever know about this. Once you complete the dungeon and meet up with the Undaunted after the dungeon, yeah. you re-meet the character who was by the pie talking about how it poisoned him. I believe his name is like Eats Bad oh, Meat or something like that. Know, and we'll he's puking mission. in a shrub still. <laughs> Oh, wow. okay. That's awesome. I was like, so we're actually learning a lot of Easter eggs in these dungeons that I <gasps> de- either didn't know about or didn't remember. So
2: I love that. Yeah,
1: so we're trying to go as thoroughly as possible for everybody. You're going to miss some stuff. There are some great ideas that unfortunately I couldn't implement. Uh, one awesome one was a suggestion that I could involve the Undaunted. Uh, like when you get the pledge, they give you a little background, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. But that turned into a nightmare, and then when I spliced it, it really made the video look awkward as hell, so I'm like, (laughs) no, I can't do this. Uh, And some of them are taking a little more time because there are multiple endings Mm -hmm. to a couple dungeons, so I'm trying to see if it's worth doing all the endings, and then I'll show the different endings at the end of the video rather than make, here's Spindle Clutch 1, or Spindle Clutch 2, the bad ending. Here's Spindle Clutch 2, the good... Just kind of have like here's Spindle Clutch 2. And if it's worth showing <laughs> the alternate version, like I'll cut it in at the mm-hmm. end. Like the mm-hmm. so I would do it that some way, of the more, yeah. C- yeah. So some of the more complicated ones, those are taking a little time because I'm trying to find the best way to show them without having them be like awkward and fumbly. I'm also doing them, uh, it's me two other people and a companion because some of the companions actually have dialogue in the dungeons uh oh yeah i
2: remember that
1: yeah so i'm also trying to do that for people as well but it's been a really fun project um and uh, yeah i've been enjoying it a lot getting to play through them all and i'm glad people have found something informative about them on the note of my youtube channel because apparently that's all of my tales this week (laughs) Um, we did promise if we found it we would put it up so the last episode of Tales of Tamriel is on my YouTube. Uh, I put a timestamp <laughs> in the description as when the show actually starts <laughs> because it's basically 21 minutes of setup with me at first being very annoyed, uh, then pixie and braun joining and we all fail at setting it up because it turns out that was like the first time i ever hosted tales so i didn't have any of the scenes set uh, up oh might be how Yeah. so i was literally doing scenes on the fly and then trying to put <laughs> cameras into them i'm like oh my well god drunk.
2: that's impressive yeah. well
1: done um, well well also- not done because it was a mess, um, and for anybody who actually does watch it, uh, it's actually already got like a lot of you have found it. I'm glad you're enjoying it, uh, because it's a lot of people have said that it is really funny. But you will quickly understand, um why it's not on the main feed. Um, we're not necessarily super family friendly anymore, but that, is a mess um and yeah it it will be kind of separated uh, to the side um so that one is literally only available in video format we don't have an audio feed to put it on because that would put it on the main feed and it's kind of sort of not good to put like yeah it's (laughs) it's definitely a tales after dark type of deal um so if that is something you are interested in um the last episode the Drunk Tales of Tamriel is on my YouTube channel uh Lotus of Doom. If you're interested in it, it is a mess. Uh but I'm glad people are at least getting a laugh out of it because woof. Um <laughs> uh, that is yeah. that was cringe-tastic to rewatch. I'm like, geez, Us describing anything like is just a disaster." Um but yeah, so that's really it. I've just been doing a lot of dungeon stuff. And otherwise I've been filling my sticker book uh, from one thing I found out that with the um, patch coming out where, you know, we had all shared achievements and stuff like that. One thing I didn't know about was originally for the curated drops on the sticker book, you had a perfected version and a non-perfected version with the new update if you have the perfected version it unlocks the non-perfected version for you. i
2: like that i, I love that it, yeah it just and, makes and, sense yes
1: it does like if you can do it on the vet mode why would you need to go back and farm it on the easier mode it's exactly just, it, it makes sense so um i've been going through some of the arena stuff getting the perfected versions so i've been actually doing vma a bunch uh just to get the perfected version so that when the thing pops it'll just give me all the other ones and it'll fill up the sticker book um and i am so on the weekly leaderboard since i am not a dps i was very proud of this i am currently ninth on the uh vma leaderboards with guaranir so enjoy that arc um
4: Oh. Told you those bars are going to get you.
1: It, you're currently in the top ten on PS4 NA for Templars, uh, and yeah, it's uh, I, I my my newest high score. I, I'm not pushing those 600 numbers or anything, uh, 600k or any nonsense like that. But I'm over 550,000 points in a run. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm down to like 47ish minutes or so, which is funny because the amount of that is just waiting for talking to continue. I'm just kind of like throwing spells around, just because I was like, yep. "Oh wow!" The pacing in Vadashram Hollows is much, much better than in VMA. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's been fun. I've actually been enjoying this whole like DPS thing uh, a decent bit. It's just learning something a little different, and I can fill in much better. Uh, when people need a DPS instead of a tank in, like, a trial or anything like yeah. that. So, yeah. I've been enjo- I'm enjoying the alternate playstyle.
2: Nice. Yeah. Uh,
1: but that's pretty much I it for I do not me. enjoy
0: that your alternate playstyle is Guarcan you know? <laughs> Yeah,
2: well, I'm sorry.
1: That's just... This is what you get for your propaganda.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's gonna be slow and painful, Ark. Yep. Now,
1: now it's your turn well, to see, not enjoy see, see how
0: the Guar followers threaten us, people? <laughs> They threaten us with slow and painful death.
2: I didn't say death. It just is slow and imp- painful. It, it was implied. <laughs> no, death would be too easy, my friend. It would you be see, too easy. You see, they There's threaten our
0: souls. Eternal damnation.
1: And actually, in time, I was going to say, Tom isn't here, but... <laughs> One thing, and also uh, for anybody who checked out the uh, Elder Scrolls lore cast after last episode will notice that I totally skipped a Daedric Prince uh, when I was talking about the, hey, this is, you know, tying into the other one. Um, we covered Clavicus Vile, and I said Hircine for some reason, which was whatever. I mean, those two uh, are not even close. Like, it's... not even not even close. And I and that. Would, I mean, re- if you said something me, like I don't know, Dagon, or like nope, if you mix Dagon
0: even... and Boethia or something like that, maybe you know, it's they they both oh. wield swords and axes. You know,
1: because you just said that, you reminded me of something. Before I move on to that oh. part about lorecast, one thing that is awesome going back to replaying old ass content <laughs> in uh, City of Ash 1 at the end of the dungeon the voice actor from um what is it Black uh, Blackwood mm-hmm. who does Mayroon's Dagon yeah is now the voice of the old content from Mayroon's Dagon they redid the voice oh <gasps>
4: Did they? Yes. At the end
1: dungeon. of the dungeon, you hear the super demonic version of him threatening oh. you for going oh, for screwing that's up cool. his portal. Because cool
2: continuity right there. That,
1: the voiceover for Dagon sounds awesome with the weird reverb and he like echoes in the halls yeah. and stuff like that. It's all done like that. So I'm looking around because the way that the audio, because the auto team, I love the way they do audio in mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls Online. Um Yeah, when you complete City of Ash 1, it actually booms around the forest. And you actually, it sounds like it's coming from above. It's awesome. It is a super nice touch where I was like, whoa, the audio quality on this is not what I remember. So
2: (laughs) I wonder, do you know if they like fixed up Lyrance? voice then too maybe i
1: don't know i so we're getting close to getting to the imperial city prison so i'll have to find out but yeah i don't remember that being so awesome back then (laughs) so i was like yeah but it it was it was very cool and it actually kind of surprised me um but yeah so anyways that that was just one note when you mentioned the other daedric princes i was like oh yeah i forgot about that that was a great feature um (laughs) But yeah, so like over on Elder Scrolls Lorecast, last week last week was Clavicus Vile, not hair scene, and this week was my favorite Daedric Prince on Lorecast, where we covered Hermaeus Mora, and yeah. I basically was just fanboying out the entire time, <laughs> just accept Hermaeus Mora is your Lord and Savior. <laughs> uh,
2: you're handing out chick tracks, everything, you know. <laughs> so yep.
0: There was nothing to do with her scene, neither last week or this Not, week, but somehow <laughs> no. you got the her scene anyway.
1: I believe alphabetically her scene will be next. So listen to that in a, another week or so and we'll be we'll be good again. Nice. Um, but yeah, so if you're looking for your lore segment for the week, feel free to check out uh, Elder Scrolls Lorecast, where Tom and I are covering we're going through a deep dive on Daedric Princes. But um, yeah, that's I think that's pretty much it for this week. Big hype for the console side of things. Getting our patch and new DLC on Tuesday. I'm looking forward to being able to talk about the dungeons. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Next week probably will be very spoilery for mechanics. So if that's something you're not interested in, we will be going into that because I will be streaming uh, just my blind playthroughs on Tuesday. Um, So we'll be we'll be. Talking about all the fun dungeon stuff next time. Mm-hmm. So if that's if that's you, you won't be able to get to them in time, or or just don't want spoilers and something like that, uh, maybe hold off on that one. Or we'll also give a heads up. Yeah, I was gonna say you to don't the,
0: have to skip the entire episode. The we thing. will give a heads up yeah, and say we'll like
1: give a heads up before we re, you know just stop listening. Spoil anything thing. next yeah. time exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very oh, exciting stuff.
4: Very.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exciting stuff <on> new dungeons. <laughs>
0: so i guess that brings us I to the end of the show that's it we announced we our it. robots radio network partnership we mentioned the ads that are that might actually pop up in this episode but i don't know they have Maybe? to be submitted and stuff like that so i don't yeah exactly no but we'll find out if 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 it works it's gonna pay for some cool stuff like the Go yeah. that Tom mentioned at the beginning of the show. I have my eyes on that thing. <laughs> I'm like, ooh. Uh, might also get a new recording software um, that will hopefully increase the quality even further. Um, Pylon, I, can't, I need to message Pylon. He mentioned something last, like, um, once we, you know, on the episode 300. There we go, words. Um, but then I completely forgot it because I thought, "Hey, I can remember this." Turns out I can't. So we'll see. <laughs> Nailed it. But yeah. Um, so before we do the outro, as usual, Doc, where can people find you?
2: Um, you guys can find me on Twitter or Instagram, Doctor Hoot at two one nine. I'm also on Discord and PSN, and I am on PC. Which I was just talking to Pylon. We're gonna probably. I'm going to have to update my ESO, but I'm gonna start playing on PC some more. Cause yes. yeah, I kind of miss it. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go over there. But yeah, it's all the same. Doctor at two one nine. Um, I'd love to hear from anybody. So yeah, definitely hit me up.
0: Everybody was PC gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I leaving know, PlayStation. <laughs>
2: But it's sometimes nice to just kind of go on to the other side sometimes. Oh, yeah.
1: I I was going to say, mixing it up.
4: Yeah.
2: I
1: understand. (laughs) Uh, Lotus, (laughs) what about you? Uh, I'm Lotus of Doom for the live show on Twitch uh, where uh, many of you are hanging out with us right now so you already know where to find the show <laughs> um, and I made reference to I've been running my YouTube channel with my little side projects there or that lost episode if that's something interesting to you and if you ever need to get a hold of me I'm Lotus of Doom on Twitch uh, Twitter whatever all everywhere Discord. <laughs> it's the it's one general brand <laughs> it's fine
0: Um, and you can find me anywhere that is Arkaneer, A-R-K-H-A-N-I-I-R. I'm on Twitter, mainly. That's where you can reach me. I'm on Discord. Um, We should actually get a Discord link somewhere for the show as well, since, well, I mean, we still use the DCN main Discord, but it's probably rebranded or something like that. We'll figure it out. I stream on Twitch whenever I have time at twitch.tv slash Arkhanir's Quest. That's where our Untaunted dungeon hard modes happen, as well as some other games and stuff like that. Um, and you can follow everything we do over at UESP.net. And for the moment, still DungeonCrawlerNetwork.com for our social links and Twitch links and Discord link and stuff like that because we didn't have time to update them yet. Uh, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP where you can get some real cool Elder Scrolls themed rewards and support the show at the same time. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters, especially it's about the guar, and when I no, tell everybody no, end the the fans. show. <laughs> Thank you all so very much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next week. Have a great day, everybody.
2: Hi guys!
0: See you later.
5: the Laughing Heart sprayed blood afar, a out on sear it fell And like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong Then wild elves cut and polished it down to Chimel at a ball Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone to say a lash in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.